Welcome to the Queen City Preachers Podcast. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. And it's been a hot second since we've been here. Yeah, we're glad to be back this week, but we'll be gone next week because I'll be on vacation next yep, week. Molly's off in Disney. I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when she gets back, she can tell us all about whatever. I don't I, know. I'll Ex- tell you about Disney. Disney? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You'll let <laughs> you'll let us into some imagination. <laughs> I'll bring the imagination, imagination back. Yeah. Yes. Hey, yep. that's cool. Uh, yeah, so we're here this week, off next week, then we'll be back again, and hopefully in a fairly regular rhythm for a while. Um, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Often. So, hopefully, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so today we are tackling, uh, the gospel of Matthew. Um, for those of you who have been following on along in the lectionary or in worship at Messiah, we've, we've been with lectionary with Matthew with the call of the disciples and the start of the gospel. Mm-hmm. But then um, we leapt to John to talk about reconciliation in Christ mm-hmm. um, for reconciling Christ Sunday last weekend. That was not. Um, Which is not lectionary. Lectionary. Yeah. Right. We went off the beaten path, as some would say. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now we are back mm-hmm. on into Matthew. So. Um, All right. Yeah. So. Our text today um, comes right after the Sermon on the Mount, um, which is uh, the blessed are the, you know, all mm-hmm. the things. Um, and and it's, it's like right at the beginning. It you know? is. Jesus so, starts his ministry and then he's out there preaching and teaching. Yeah. And so one of the things about this with the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount, is that this this contextually is like, we kind of see Jesus expanding his ministry, right? Like it starts Mm -hmm. with just the disciples. Then we start getting crowds. Then Mm -hmm. it gets even bigger. And eventually it gets to be like 5,000 or whatever that follow him around the lake. Right. Mm -hmm. By the time we get further on. Yeah. Um, Poor Jesus. So this this is really Jesus in full teaching mode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, so the, the, the thing to remember though, as we, as we start in verse 13 is that Jesus has been teaching and, um, you know, starting like with verse three, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Um, and then, um, the verses right before this are blessed are you who, when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account, rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. All right. And then we get verse 13, which is where we start, which is, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It's no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one after lighting a lamp puts puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless the righteous exceeds that righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So there is a lot to unpack here. Yeah, that's what I really noticed when I read this through. It feels like many different things altogether. So many things. Mm-hmm. It feels like salt and light should be one Sunday, and then the second should be law and righteousness. Mm-hmm. A different Sunday. Yeah, there's some truth to that. At the same time, they do work together, and in reality, all the beatitudes should be also be part of this. Like it's mm-hmm. they play off of the salt, salt and light bit too. So like yeah. it's kind of like yeah, there's too much going on. So it's kind of the big question of how do you incorporate everything, or do you incorporate do everything, I? or right. do you explain everything? Because the stuff that's tough is kind of the second stuff, but the stuff that's more fun is the salt and light stuff. So yeah, well let's let's play a little bit mm-hmm. with some of all of this and talk about it and then maybe we can I mean I I don't know I mean I'm still kind of figuring out I think there might be some ways to weave it together okay still working on that in the back of my mind um you know let the squirrel brain run with it let Um, your light shine yeah hide it under a bushel no No, I'm gonna let it shine (laughs) I know we can just sing all Sunday it'll be great um I think I think the celebration choir is singing that song are they really Mm -hmm. sweet okay Mm -hmm. All right, so um, let's start with salt. All right. Because that's the first image. Okay. Okay, so. We were laying down some fun facts about salt earlier this week together. Right. Can salt really lose salt's taste naturally? Good question. I don't think so. I don't think it can. Like, unless you, like, chemically change it, right? But that's some no, different kind of that's situation. different kind of stuff. It doesn't naturally lose salt. Right. Yeah, like salt doesn't get weaker over time. It doesn't get less salty just sitting in your cupboard, right? Salt doesn't really the salt mold even because no, salt's unless, a preservative. Salt's a preservative. Yeah. So I mean, salt can get wet and gross, but then dry out again and change crystal structures. But like, yeah. Um, so salt, like one of the, like the things to think about is like salt in that time mm-hmm. would have probably been mostly used as a preservative. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than even like a flavor additive. Like, yeah. so salt accentuates flavors. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it doesn't actually. Right. The, so one of the ironies and one of the things that's really interesting about salt with this passage, I think, mm-hmm. is that salt doesn't do anything on its own. Yeah. It does something with something else, mm-hmm. right? Like salt. It brings out the flavors of other things, right? Right. Yeah. It amplifies or mm-hmm. accentuates um with breads, it also does that with gluten structure. It does that with um, inhibiting the yeast so that, like, um, the bread can be have a more uh, a better structure, not tear, better coloration, like things like that. So, mm-hmm. like, it's it's it works with within the context yeah. that it is in. So, in some ways, it's interesting that Jesus says salt because yeah. you are the salt. Because in some ways, he's saying you are the preservative, right? <laughs> You're not the yeast. You're not the yeast, but also you're the salt. You don't stand alone. Yeah. Right? Like there's a communal context to mm-hmm. salt that maybe they would have understood, maybe they wouldn't. We don't know. Well, right? yeah. And I wonder if it's like, I wonder if there's just heavy um, humor and irony in this passage, if it's one of those passages. Because maybe, I really I don't know. see it. Matthew doesn't really do much with irony. Well, Depends on how you're reading it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, because of the ending, because of the part with the scribes, right? Whose righteousness can exceed that of Pharisees and scribes? Right, that is ironic. It's it's essentially saying, mm-hmm. can you, like, they are the most devout of all people. But they're not, you know? They are, but they aren't kind of a thing. 
Right. But it's also saying you have to be even more so than they are. Yeah. And but that's not really what it's about. Right. Overall, you know, like just like the salt losing its saltiness. Well, it can't because that's not how it's created. Right. You know, it's like you think so much that it depends on you, but it's really depends on how you are created. And that can't be changed because that's in God's power, right? Like the the Pharisees and the scribes aren't getting into the kingdom of God because they follow the law in a really great way because Jesus is coming to fulfill the law, fulfill it in a way that reveals God's power and all those things. Right. It's looking at law through a different lens, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, just not A or B, it's like other. Right. So, I mean, but, but let's unpack Pharisees for just a second, because like just to, for those of you listening, like Pharisees were the ones that saw law in everything, mm-hmm. right? So they they saw like Levitical law and said it must all be applied, mm-hmm. right? Like they were like, this applies to when I'm in temple, when I'm on the street, when I'm at home, mm-hmm. when I'm in the bathroom by myself, when I'm like anywhere. Like this applies yeah. to every aspect of my life. I respect it. Right. Mm-hmm. They're hardcore. Um, go big or go home. <laughs> go big or go home. And in some <laughs> ways, I think Jesus is, is naming that as mm-hmm. saying... They try mm-hmm. to do all righteousness for the kingdom of God, yeah. right? Yeah. And but Jesus is saying, but the kingdom of God functions in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so when he's talking about, I came not to abolish or not to destroy the law, but like also to fulfill, like, and that it's got to be bigger than the Pharisees. The people must be thinking, okay, you're nuts. This is ridiculous. It's over the top, which may be part of the part of the um literary device right Mm -hmm. but it might also be that jesus is like no it's not over the top because in reality it is as Mm all-encompassing as that but it's not about law in the same way it's different it's different yeah it's the other box right Mm -hmm. but it's but that it does mean your whole life your whole identity, your mm-hmm. salt, your light, your all of it, right? Like, yeah, like the, I, the, that fullness. So I think that maybe there's a balance mm-hmm. in there of both. That there's the ironic, and then also the, but, but also, also there's also truth here, yeah. right? That this yeah. is this is big. It's a big mm-hmm. ask. Just in the sense of you can't be salty sometimes and not salty other if you are the salt. I right? mean. And this is actually really funny because in the Greek, like to to lose flavor, mm-hmm. is also a the same language is used to become foolish. Mm-hmm. So like to lose flavor is to become foolish. So you can't mm. like, I mean, uh, which is an interesting thing. Con- I mean, is foolishness bad necessarily? No, but like at the same time, is it fool? Like what, what do you lose when you lose flavor? Yeah. Right. Do you, in, o- in other words, like thinking about identity and like diversity and belovedness of child of Godness from reconciling Christ Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like we look foolish when we aren't who we are. Yeah. It's it's not the other way around, mm-hmm. right? That we think it's the other way around, that we have to fit into categories and molds mm-hmm. and fit into a larger context, but we actually look more foolish when we are not who we actually are in our core being and yeah. identity. Who, who God huh. yeah. wants us to be. Who God wants us and calls us to be, right? Yeah, yeah. And that that, that identity, and that, that in some ways this leads into the light mm-hmm. passage too because – this light part is not about um, necessarily us doing light for ourselves and being light in the world, but it's about what does light ultimately do? It's the glory of God. 
And yeah. it's the same with the salt that like our beingness. And the other thing is that these, I mean, you and I were talking the other day about this passage and I was saying what I find really cool about this is that the, the blessed are the, the, and like the meek shall inherit the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Like things like these are. It's a command. Though, kind of. Well, but those are also still in some ways future tense. Okay. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. here you are the salt of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Or salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Yeah, it's, you're not a, you it will is pre- be. It is present. Mm-hmm. And that the present tense of who we are and as light and as salt mm-hmm. is to give glory to God in some ways. Yes, yes. And I don't know if you read the same part of a commentary that I did about it. Um, it's not so much let your light shine before others. It's the light the commandment, the command is on the light shining. So it's almost yes. the let the light shine before others. So there's less of this yeah. possessive nature yeah. of it and more of the existence of the light is the thing that is shining. Yeah. And it, it raises the question of what is your, mm-hmm. right? Like is your a possessive or is, or is your meaning the light that you hold, which is also the light of God? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. That is it actually yours? Yeah. And a you all sense. It's a too, y'all. Right? Yeah. It's a yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. It's all y'all. It's it's a, yeah, it's opening. Right. It's expansive. Yes. Rather than limiting. And I think that there's another part that's very expansive about this as well. Um in the the will be called the least of these in the kingdom of heaven. Right? Yeah. But you're still in the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, shucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and it's, yeah. So, I, I mean, in some ways this, like, so that makes sense when you think about that we just heard the Sermon on the Mount with the mm-hmm. Beatitudes. Yeah. That um, everybody's going to be there in this party well, and, and that, some things but will it's be not, flipped. But it's not going to look like how you think it's going to look. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in some ways, in some ways, isn't that also the truth about salt and light? That like you think in some ways that um, that maybe um, the the simple bland follow the rules is what gets you mm-hmm. to the end goal, mm-hmm. and in reality Jesus is saying no, you are the salt, you're the flavor, you're the spice, you're the what makes this interesting. Mm-hmm. You share yeah. the light. And the only other person, the only person that actually has light ascribed to them in Matthew's gospel is Jesus at the transfiguration too. So like to say you are the light is to say mm-hmm. you are sharing you are Christ. You are Christ I in the you. world, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's very Johannine if you mm-hmm. think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, interesting. I don't know. That's where my mind just went right now. No, no, no. I think yeah. I like that. I think it's good. Yeah. And I, I wonder, because there is so much of the Beatitudes that feels like you're asking the question every time, like, am I the one who's blessed as being poor in spirit? Am I the one who's this? And within the salt and the light, it says all of you, everybody. Like I yeah. had some, yeah. <laughs> I had some folks um, looking to be included last week in the lgbtqia plus acronym yeah and you know maybe so maybe not but because there's this desire this question it's like is it is it me too jesus will i be there too you know well and we yeah 
I think that it sucks to, I think that we often water down in order for inclusivity, right? Yeah. That like we, we reach to the point of, of we all want to be a part of it. And the reality is, well, we are all part of it, but also we also have to define what, what it means to be salt, what it means mm-hmm. to be light, what it means to fit in with our own flavor, right? Like, yeah. like pickled pork is different than pickled fish, which is different than pickled cabbage, right? Like kimchi <laughs> and like, <laughs> like cured bacon are not uh-huh. the same thing, right? Jesus wasn't eating any cured bacon. No, Jesus was not eating any cured bacon. <laughs> but like, but but you know what I mean? Like that, like that within the context of, of articulating that we need to, we need the expansiveness, but we also need, we need to be able to acknowledge that justice also has to be seen through, um, sometimes through lenses that make us feel excluded. Yeah, and that's okay because it means that we have to ask the que- the uncomfortable questions about. Are we the ones committing injustice or complicit to injustice? Right? Mm-hmm. Which is not a fun thing to ask. It's not, you know, it's not fun to say, I'm racist. Mm-hmm. Whereas in reality, the only way to actually acknowledge and to deconstruct what that means in my life is to actually say, I'm racist. How do I start? How do I work on that? Mm-hmm. How do I fix the places where my blinders are on and when I where I am complicit in the structures yeah. of white supremacy? Like, yeah. right? like Sometimes I will be least in the kingdom of heaven because sometimes I do break the commandments. Sometimes I teach others to do the same. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like, yeah, Uh, can there be a a both and right where we're we recognize that? Well, and sometimes we're not getting the gold star, but we're still all there in the kingdom of heaven. And is part of can we be okay with that? Totally. And can we let maybe that part of that, and like I was reading um, Emerson Powery's commentary on this from Working Preacher, and he was tying this in with the the light and justice go together. Mm -hmm. And like, can we say that like that in the midst of our humanity and the messiness of the kingdom of God, even though Mm -hmm. that the light that God sets before us shines a light upon what justice actually looks like, Mm -hmm. whether or not we catch ourselves in that light Mm -hmm. or it shines upon like i mean how do we see that it can't be hid right it can't be in god's kingdom it's not going to be hid that justice is open yeah right and injustice must be seen and i see that too when it's the i like i think the one that is easily skipped over is you are a city built on a hill yeah and a city built on a hill cannot be hid right right yeah like yeah you can't hide in the kingdom of God, you know, no, right? How how is that both a threat and something that is freeing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can't hide. You Sorry. will not be. You will can't hide in the kingdom of God. Judgment comes. Your salt. When there is salt in something, you can't hide it because you taste it. Right. You know? It is right. there. It is present. You know. So stop trying to be something that you're not. Stop trying to hide. Totally. And and that's an interesting thing. Stop trying to hide. And also, um, when you stop trying to hide, what do you then see around you? Yeah. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. because in reality, if you're trying to hide, it means that you're not, that your focus is on escaping and not seeing the world. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Whereas if you cannot hide, Mm -hmm. then the onus is on what you see around you, not on Mm -hmm. escaping it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
um, which is a powerful thing to think about that like, that if we are the light on the hill, that means it's about what do we see Mm -hmm. with the light Mm -hmm. that God has given us. It's kind of like when people sit in the back of the sanctuary and think we can't see them back there. Oh, totally. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh, you saw me? Yeah. Yeah, I see you back there. Just because you ain't sitting in the front row doesn't mean I don't see you. I mean, the <laughs> invisibility in cloak. The, in the balcony doesn't mean I don't see you. I see you best. <laughs> Sorry. There's no Harry Potter invisibility oh, cloak. there you go. Yes. I mean, it'd be nice. Yeah. The but preacher would want to wear that too, though. I'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, you don't see me. Um, but dementors can still see you. Oh, man. Right? Cloak. I know. And that's scary. Okay. Coming back. All right. Um, I don't think that goes anywhere no, else. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but so, so let's, so let's. So thinking about the law piece here, because we've kind of dipped into that, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, that. I just told everyone not to follow the law last week. So um, not to, to follow the law. Yeah. You're going to need to do a little work with that. Work. <laughs> like actually do follow the law. Um, well, I think that, you know, one of the things that Jesus does here is. Is what does it mean to fulfill the law and what does it mean to abolish the law? Mm-hmm. Um, and which law is he talking about? Yeah, and and until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until it's all accomplished, right? Whoever breaks one of the at least these commandments and teaches us. So it's commandments and law. Mm-hmm. And but Jesus what is, is the all that is accomplished, too, you know? It's an interesting question, right? Yeah, because it, it's not like the law being accomplished, right? It's not like a, until everybody is doing everything to a T, Oh, well, you know, okay, so the cynical Lutheran side of me says this is gospel. This is where we say yeah. the gospel is the thing is that, the, is the, is the, is the, that accomplishes the, the law. The kingdom of God is here, right. not just near. Right, of, yeah, 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 and and I I agree with that. I also like I how mean, you just called yourself a Lutheran. Oh, thanks, you're welcome. <laughs> um, like, and, and I think that, like, there's some truth to that, but I also think that the law for, for, uh, serves and focuses us in ways— to look at law as promise, mm-hmm. law as action, right, as what we do and part of our story of how we behave, but also as law as um, command and cov- like and covenant. Or I mean, not maybe even really mostly, but law like, as essential, right? Don't think that you are above, above it at all when you're still living in this world that is needs the law. Well, and what's really interesting, like I was reading, I forget which com- what commentary where I was reading this, but like that abolish, um, like in its origins as a word means to loosen or to undo, right? As mm-hmm. um, we we think of it as like obliviate and like, but like, yeah. but in reality, it means to like undo rather than to build up, right? Okay. And in some ways, it's interesting to think that I came not to untie this. Mm-hmm. Right. Then it goes a lot better with fulfill. Right. Right, Because it's like I came to complete it. In other words, mm-hmm. I didn't come to get rid of it. I didn't yeah. come to un- to even loosen it. Mm-hmm. I came to fulfill, fulfill it. it. Yeah. Yeah. To complete it, to see it to its its yeah. conclusion. And then is that the law and gospel, you know, balance that we all kind of teeter upon? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Um, does that also what leans us into righteousness and that righteousness is not about letter, but about spirit Mm -hmm. of law? 
I mean, in some ways, right? Is that the, is, is it righteousness? Unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you'll never enter. In other words, unless it's, yeah, unless you see beyond the limitations of this law and see that loving your neighbor mm-hmm. or loving others as yourself, all the things like, in the beatitudes, all the beatitudes and being salt yeah. and being light and all of this is not about legalism, but is about fulfillment, fulfillment of, the law, of the law and through the good news, through the good news and through the belovedness of your createdness yeah, that is I like that. reflected in Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because the answer to this is no. Right. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Well, then I will never enter the kingdom of God. Right. It's like the eye of the camel. Story, yeah, right? yeah. In some ways, it is. It's saying it's saying you can't, right? It's it's basically saying, I mean, so this is this is Jesus being Jesus in the most quintessential way, mm-hmm. saying, "Don't you get it? You can't do you it. You can't do it." Mm-hmm. And like, would you, you need the fulfillment? Yeah, and would you please stop trying? Because it's not yeah. helping. Mm-hmm. It's not helping you. That at the same time, can you see? I mean, in some ways it's saying, it's saying, saying instead of the law, can you see that? Yeah, the law it? isn't going to save you. The fulfillment of the law through me will save you, right? Right. Or the laws were designed so that you were a healthy and safe community, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, um, but if you follow the laws to the, letter, to the letter without actually seeing the community and seeing God's love in community, you're missing the point mm-hmm. of the law, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a, Jesus thumbing his nose at legalism, mm-hmm. um, constitutionalism, actually, right? Like, I, guess, I mean, yeah, in some yeah. ways. Um, and, and so, but then Jesus gets into all his legal teachings. He does <laughs> concerning adultery, concerning divorce. Love I know, families, which which raises an interesting question, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I think if we continue that down that road, I think, I mean, to be continued. But like, I think that some of that is also this question of of what is the purpose of law through the lens of Christ, mm-hmm. right? The what, light. Right. Your and law so, should be revealing the light of God. Yeah. And if it ain't, then it's not the fulfillment of the law. Right. And and in some ways, Jesus is saying in these illustrations, in some ways they're ironic because mm-hmm. they're saying, you say don't murder, but then you look at somebody a bad way. Yeah. Or you say don't, don't like divorce, but I say, even when you look this way, what are you actually accomplishing? Right? Yeah. Like, it's basically, he's saying. So, what you're saying is that there is a lot of irony in Matthew. I am right now. <laughs> or there's some irony in Jesus, right? Yes, in Jesus' yes. sayings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that, so in some ways, this is focusing back on spirit mm-hmm. of, I mean, a different understanding of law. Mm-hmm. But I also think that it's worth, like, I was um, noticing, like, David Lowe's, one of my former professors, commented about this. Um, passage through the lens of like how do we talk to children and like what we tell them about who they are is also what they believe yeah and there's like this psychological notion that like it takes you know 10 positives to outweigh a single negative Mm -hmm. um psychologically yeah and like so what is jesus doing by saying you are salt and you are light Mm -hmm. is part of this a mechanism of also reinforcing positives in a world that is constantly saying you're not meeting yeah. the expectations, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you are so, salt in the sense that you can't ever 
You can't get rid of that. Lose the flavor of salt. You, you know? can't do that. Mm-hmm. You you have to accept the fact that your saltiness is going to impact whatever you mm-hmm. are working with. Yeah. And that you are light, which means that you can't hide it and there's no way to hide it. Mm-hmm. So would you please stop trying to hide it and to deal with it through Don't, legalism, yeah. right? I really, yeah, I really like the little conclusion we've come to about the you just can't hide who you are. You just can't are. hide who you are. You know, and you, you can try, yeah. but you can't. You can't hide the saltiness. Mm-hmm. You're a salt. You don't hide a lamp. You can't hide a city on a hill. So own who you are and be the fulfillment of the law. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Which brings me back to bread, by the way. Okay. Like, I'm just going to I'm gonna full, come full circle here. Because, like, <laughs> salt compared to flour and bread is 1% to 2%. Mm-hmm. But without it, the bread doesn't work. Mm. You're essential. So, in other words, even if you don't see yourself as central and as big, mm-hmm. right, or as a city on a hill, mm-hmm. without you, we can't do we it. We can't do it. Mm-hmm. We need each other and we need our, we need to be. Yeah. And I love the, cause I think these passages get so individualized too. Oh, like, they do. You're the light. Let your light shine. Blah, 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 All blah, right. Blah. But it's about the community, right? You oh, are essential is. to the bigger picture. And Jesus right? isn't preaching to the disciples here. He's preaching to a community, a crowd, yeah. right? Yep. Like it's more than just them. So in it's some ways, us. we it's have to, us. we have to explode it a bit. Yeah. 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 Cool. Very good. Nice. That's good. Yeah, so... Um, We've come to this point. We have. Now, hopefully you have some insights or you've got some more wonderings and you'll get to hear what Pastor Andrew says on Sunday. <laughs> you get to see where the heck I end up with this. Yeah. Which will be interesting. Um, but this has been this has been good conversation um, exploring that. So, um, and and I do want to add on, end on one, one interesting thought, which was thinking that, like, you know, um, Matthew says... Uh, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt is lost, it says, how can the saltiness be restored if it's no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot? Mm-hmm. I was thinking we're walking on salt a lot here in the UP these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But what good is it underfoot? Actually, a heck of a lot. Yeah. It's if keeping you us live safe. in an icy climate. It's keeping us safe. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Yep. So your saltiness, my friends, is helping keep you safe. I mean, yeah. So... <laughs> What good is it? It's still good. It's still That's good. The, there's still another good. irony level, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that they knew about that, but like, yeah, interesting. Who knows? But hey, why not? So there you go. You tell people that here and they'll appreciate that <laughs> little joke. I like it. All right, y'all. Thanks for uh, being with us today. You've been listening to the Queen City Preachers podcast here at Messiah Lutheran Church in Marquette, Michigan. I'm Pastor Andrew. And I'm Pastor Molly. Be well, friends. <laughs>